Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances. Whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities, or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death, we all want to know, what happened next? To find out, listen to Womanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, listen... How do we start this episode up? Yeah. We, we always just improv it. Yeah, that's you just start true. it, and I'm like, uh, all right. Would you be surprised to hear that it's already under? No, I wouldn't be surprised one bit. <laughs> Welcome to One Upsmanship. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Swaim. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Ganser. And with us today is a very special guest. Hi, I'm Starlene Hodge. Hooray. Thank you for coming, Star. Of course. Yeah. And... Let's jump right into it because we got a lot to talk about, not a lot of time to talk about it. Today we are covering Overwatch. Yeah. Overwatch. (laughs) Mm. And if you are like me and only vaguely peripherally knew what Overwatch was, you're going to need a speedrun. So we pass our first checkpoint and enter the speedrun portion. We're going to have our very first guest (laughs) monologist. I will try my best. Star. It's going to be great. Who was instrumental in choosing Overwatch to cover so, this week? So, question: Speedrun about the actual gameplay or speedrun about the story? And time begins. Go, you gotta okay, go. Okay. So, Overwatch was an organization that was there to help save the world against like the robot army that came and like tried to destroy each other and AIs and stuff. So there was that. They came in, they took care of it. It was great. They helped keep peace around the world. But then, like, they were around for too long. People were like, we don't need these guys anymore. So they disbanded them. And now bad guys are coming back up. Terrorists are showing back up. Robots mm. are bad again. A little bit, but not really. And, and so they've recalled them. And now that's where the setting of the game is. And the actual game is you're on a team. You get to pick a character that does some cool shit. And you have to fight against the other team that's essentially the same characters. And you're either mm. moving a payload or fighting against each other or trying to take a control point. And that's mostly the game. What kind of, what kind of and thing do you time. do? Fair enough. Respect the rules of the game, my friend. <laughs> I mean, I was just trying to help her finish out the... We, did, we didn't describe what kind of game it is. 
Uh, yeah, team, you know, team a, shooter. I team? think great. There you go. It's a team shooter. Yeah, helpful. Yeah. But I would say the speed run is a thing of art, not science. <laughs> That's true. It is what That's it true. is. But I. But we, you do have to beat Bowser at the end of Mario we, Three, or you didn't speed run. We can fill in uh, additional information. Fair as we yeah, go, I'm, I was just like, I don't know. These are the things I know. No, about it was the great. That you I did like. a great job. Here's the thing: it was the fastest speed run we've done by far. <laughs> okay. By yeah, leaving some stuff out. So yeah, it's like a not a hundred percent completion of no. the level. But she you got, got a warp whistle. End. It was like you're playing Sonic and you didn't get a single ring, but God, you got to the end of that round. But fast. she didn't get hit by a single fucking you just, robot. You just went. Yeah. I just went. Really Is impressive. that a way to win the game? Can you do that? Uh, you have to fight I the bosses know. at the end of each stage, at least. I don't know how you would never collect a ring in Sonic and do it, but it would be I'd be hard. impressed. Mm. It'd be hard to avoid hitting. Yeah, it really yeah. would. Be really... That'd be a way to play it, though. But there are That'd be ga- fucking amazing. I've seen mm. enough gamers do physically impossible stuff that I'm like, I'm sure some weird. I'll tell you what, that out. wouldn't be fast. That'd be the slowest fucking game in the world, trying to avoid the rings in Sonic. That's true. Oh. And yeah. Dopplering right by uh, is yeah. checkpoint number two. Yeah. This is where we're actually going to get into our opinions on the game. Mm. Um, Star, we'll give you some time to think because you did okay. the speed run, so you'll be player three. What should we do? Should I think we you should go first. For it? I should I go, first? go first. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Adam, before recording, you predicted my <laughs> response to this game. <laughs> Let's see how right you were <laughs> my little rant on overwatch is that i think it's very well balanced i mm-hmm. love the aesthetic yeah. as usual blizzard has some of the best artists working in the field yep <laughs> adam's just grinning and nodding because he could like write my parts of this podcast now yep um but i think i will diverge from you uh one thing you said which is uh you predicted that I'd give it a lot of credit for that stuff, and I don't give it that much credit for that stuff. Because I feel like it's just Team Fortress Classic 2. Yes. By Blizzard. And I, as you know, I'm really into innovation. I think the story is strong based on the short we just watched, and not at all similar to Team Fortress Classic. But the concept of rolling out a team-based shooter with cartoon shorts accompanying i'm like valve already did that you stole that from valve that's team fortress classic uh and i think they also did a great job this is better uh it's got way more characters the characters are cooler the graphics are better it's a bigger world um but i was i still it's really hard with me if it's not a totally fresh thing sure i am all about freshness um you're a fresh boy and then the other with thing that I had stacked against it as far as I'm concerned is I have no, and I don't play Team Fortress Classic. Mm-hmm. I do not play online multiplayer PvP oh. games. What's what what's the game you sunk the most time into of that genre? Oh gosh. Does Call of Duty 1 count? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was a phase where I played Call yeah. of Duty 1 and got somewhat competitive, but ever since then I can't stand the wait times. I can't stand getting matched with people. Yeah. I can't oh. stand getting my ass handed to me over and mm. over. I can't stand the social awkwardness of interacting with strangers if I put on the headset. Yeah. All oh, of just that. never do that. Never yeah. put on the headset. Well, Adam knows I love Destiny, but I don't play the raids unless Adam can get a team of people we know together. Yeah. Been trying. <laughs> yeah. But you'll trying. play you'll play all the time with random. I put in a lot of time, embarrassing amounts of time on Destiny. But you don't have the social awkwardness where you'd be like, shut up, dude. I, and I I'm just like Ugh. I I will tell I children to shut this. up. Yes, yeah. I will do that. Yeah, I I've, been, that. I've been known to do that. that. <laughs> My rant is that this is clearly one of those games that's so good that is not for me. Like, <laughs> it's not the kind of game I like. 
end of rant. Fair. I feel I'm having a hard time looking at Star. It's fine. It's like I, here's game. the thing. Star, Star I, would people give this are a B allowed plus, to not like things. Exactly. And that's okay because it just never takes away from my enjoyment that's, of the thing. No, yeah. You like, love things very earnestly and yeah. passionately. If you happen to uh, follow us on Twitch, our one upsmanship stream, Adam and I got very heated about Psychonauts we did. and Last of Us. I've yeah. thought a lot about that conversation. Me too. We'll have to come back Changed to it. I some of my really opinion. enjoyed yeah. that conversation. That yeah. was one of the best streams. I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. Because I'm sitting drawing, listening to Whenever you guys stream, it's great. I'm like, oh, I could draw. And, and I'm like listen. listening to conversations, but I know these people, so it's <laughs> yeah. fine. Mm. And that whole like rant you guys had, I was just like, this is this is pretty deep. This is good. We tried. Yeah. It was like, I was like with you, then against you, then with Adam. <laughs> yeah. It was a roller coaster, man. I didn't even want to be. Yeah. 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 All right. Great. So we're going to warp pipe. I'm going to hand the controller over to player two. Yeah, I'm going to take it this Mr. time. Yeah. So uh, I want to reference this short we just watched for the purposes of like, I would say none of the story elements of this game would be clear at all. If I hadn't watched the short, I did watch it, and the show uh, was released at E3, right? Yeah, Yeah, this was was the one that when they announced the game, they showed this short, and it's actually harder to find this short now online. Hmm. Blizzard on their on their YouTube channel kind of only keeps up like six or seven of the shorts they did, but they've done like ten or twelve. So. But people have put it together. They've put all the shorts together as a big movie. So you could find them. It's yeah. there. But yeah. I would say uh, it's a little unfair to exclude it entirely from the way you analyze the game. Because the way we consume games now, there will always be a trailer that's part of how we encounter the game for the first time. Like we referenced that with Super Mario Odyssey. So I think it's fair that the first one is sort of a setup for what the game is. But... All of the story that's implied of you know this global network and the ro- mm-hmm. robots and all that shit, none of that shit is in the game at it's all. It's not. And that's bullshit to me. Uh, it's bullshit for the same reason it's bullshit in Destiny, where it's like, this is a really cool world, actually, turns out, but like no, I don't emotionally care about it because you didn't let me. You didn't let me care about it because it's not in the game. So that's number one. Number two, um, I, I have mixed feelings about PvP stuff because I play it, but this game actually required more skill than I wanted to put into a game, believe it or not. I like it when uh, everybody kind of has the same amount of skills and like the same basic set of skills, and I beat them, or they beat me. I like that. That's fun, because that delivers the competitive thing. When I'm the gorilla, and I can't beat the fucking sniper because the gorilla's bad against the sniper or whatever, and it's like a really complex version of Rochambeau, I'm just less interested in that game. And I shouldn't be. Because it shows some of my limitations as a human being, but like that bums me out a little bit. Also, I think one of the important things for Overwatch is playing it with friends. Like if you're playing it with friends, mm-hmm. I think you're having a great time. If you're playing it by yourself or with randos, as you said, it's not as rewarding as like Call of Duty. And I use that. We'll we'll investigate that later. But like Call of Duty is. It satisfies the bloodlust competitor part of me, the animal brain part of me. And like Overwatch rejects that entirely, which is kind of unique and cool. Um, In general, this game fits to me into what Blizzard does excellently, which is they come up with really interesting concepts that are very involved and do a lot of great sort of terrestrial world building and then find a loop that's fun because the loop to Overwatch is fun. But, uh, But then like either you're into this like world or you're not. And I was not. Mm. That's my rant. Player three. All right. So my rant on it is obviously going to be a positive rant about mm. it. Here's the thing. I I got into it because of the shorts. I that the first my first encounter of this game. Actually, there was two encounters. One, I remember the controversy over Tracer's butt. That was a thing. 
And I remember people talking about Too it. Too fast. Like, well, like, no, she fast had, like, butt, she had yeah. like a winning pose or whatever that they were showing off. And it was just like, it's very butt heavy. Sure. Kind of. And people were like, oh, stereotypical game, blah, 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 blah. Um, and people were mad. And then I heard months later, they showed like, these are actually all our female characters. And they were varied in body size and type and that's true. Ethnicity and all this. So I remember seeing that going, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm glad they're doing that. And then I saw the short and made me go, wait, wait, I do I want to play this game? This seems this seems neat. And then I, you know, it, it, I waited for the release to come out, all that stuff, which means I missed a lot of the skins that were for pre-order. Um, and really, oh, you're hooked. Oh, yeah. You're fucking hooked. I was hooked. like, shit, there's a skin Getting that I really skins. want that I will never get. You can't <laughs> buy them retroactively? No. No. I, uh, well, let's, let's, because this is a great game to talk about loot boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so I think a lot of people would say, a lot of people would say this is a good game for loot boxes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So we, we should talk about that. <laughs> so... Uh, so once I got into it and I realized I'm like, oh, I, there's, there's options of female characters that I could choose from. Cause normally when I play like a fighting game or anything like that, there's like one, maybe two, sometimes three, if I'm lucky, female characters that I could pick from, because when you give me a billion characters to choose from, you got to limit it. I'm like, I don't have time to learn all these characters. So I'm going to exactly. reduce it down to like, okay, who can I pick from? And I like playing the girl characters cause that makes me feel included. And there was now options and I could go, oh, I could actually sit and choose and figure out what gameplay I actually enjoy instead of going, these are my limitations because these are the only three girl characters you have. So I'm going to learn how to play this because and now it's like, oh, I could try to be a healer. I could try to be a tank. I could try like all the types because you gave me multiple options to do so and figure out what kind of character and gameplay i enjoy yeah it's and much that bigger was great than, it's and, much yeah. bigger than team Ford. there's like 20 some characters right there's 26 or 27 now know. they just released a yeah. new evil healer mm. which was that's interesting great and great well that's what blizzard's so good at they come up with interesting archetypes uh that fit into their larger yeah. loop they're great at that hey guys i'm home everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker sorry i'm late everyone there was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Game on! Yeah. yeah. This is the bulk of the podcast where we just talk and talk. Um, I just it was so hard not to... Yeah, like Golden Axe, Streets of Rage. I love the classic games where it's like, who do you want to be? Guy with like a blonde crew cut yeah big Soren. Guy. Yeah. yeah um this other guy this other guy yeah. the or one girl sk- in a bikini yeah and, and like, then one I girl just... is just a girl in a bikini and that's her whole thing okay i guess i'll play her like uh, like yeah. it's the choosing your character reminds me a lot of like the old like fighting games like yeah. you're your street fighters you're all oh, that yeah. like it's mortal Kombat things Chun-Li. which i would play those and Chun-Li of course i would get into those because i would look up the character stories mm-hmm. on so my own and go Ooh, i like this See, i'm I gonna think, play this character i think you're an interesting prototype for a kind of gamer that is really sort of where we're going which is the person who doesn't need to have things spoon-fed to them you want to be asked to investigate yeah, like, give me like, give me a hint of it, which right. the game does do. It does do that, yeah. Where I'm like, what is this conversation about that these two characters are having while you're waiting for the game to start? And you're like, what? what's this dynamic? Yeah. And I'll go, huh, let me look this up. See, now I'm, I also think it makes a lot of sense that like, as a white male sure. who has the gluttony of like the glut of options of like I my story is always represented. It's funny how that means much less to me. Like to play yeah. a game, I like we just played Edith Finch or whatever. We did. I never need to connect with any character, but I think that's because I am given so many characters on a daily basis. It must be me. because I, I, the thing that intrigued me is that sh- you feel star, you feel like you have to select the woman in the bikini. Whereas, at least in the last like four or five years for me, I usually play as somebody that doesn't look like me. And I don't. Well, it's, know, it's just. I don't know I why. It's just, just a matter. It's a matter of options. Like if if there were characters that looked like me right. consistently, then I could go like, oh, maybe That's I'll fair. go and dabble. I think it with, is. Yeah. And I've noticed. I've actually started doing that within Overwatch itself, where it's just like, oh, like me. As particularly, there's a there's an option in the arcade mode where it's just like mystery heroes, where you don't get to pick your hero. You're just um, randomly a mm-hmm. hero. That's yeah. the only time I really play characters I'm not familiar with, because every once in a while you do get like, oh, let me. Let me just like play something different. That's kind of and I'll do that, games, and I'll yeah. go, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know this di- game dynamic, but because I looked up all the character stories, I'm like, okay, at least I could kind of that's interesting feel about this character a certain yeah. way and like uh, play it, them, and I could at least uh, what what's great about Overwatch, there are female characters that I'm like, I don't like playing this character, I like mm-hmm. the story, but I don't like playing this character, and I don't feel bad about it because right. I have options of other characters. Where I'm like, it does it does eliminate the need to master everybody. 
That that's, I, it that's, feels like, uh, and that is some somewhat unique because Team Fortress Classic doesn't have this because there's a limited range of roles. Um, it feels like a fighting game blended with a PvP shooter in the sense that, yeah, you've made me realize, like a Mortal Kombat X or Soul Calibur, which I'm super into, um, you end up with like two or three characters or even Smash Brothers where mm-hmm. you're like, that's the character I always play because yeah. I don't have time to invest to get good at you every just, character. You, really, you can't. You really yeah. can't. How am I going to get good at E Honda? And then to have fun, you'll switch around and dabble in other yeah. characters. Um, I just find I'm always drawn to non-human first. Like, oh, so I immediately played, played as so you robots. Played, death, you played as Bastion like as first? Um, the first one I played as was the robot with the bird on its finger. Cause that is like, Bastion. Okay, I like naivety you should look and up, positivity. You should look up his short if you really okay. want I, to fall in love. It's, I, uh, I always <laughs> play the old situation. bastards. Literally every time. Like, there's a guy who's an old cowboy. Went right to him. Well, I McCree? did try him second yeah, I guess because so. yeah. of westerns. The voice, yeah. the voice actor who plays McCree, he will, he will play and stream and do the character's voice while playing, and it mm-hmm. fucks with people in the game because he'll That's do so the chill. he'll do the voice lines and he'll do like the ultimate attack. He'll just say the thing, so people will be freaking out, like because <laughs> his his particular ultimate attack is like he'll get up on Dead a high eye. place and go, yeah, "It's yeah. high noon," and then shoot everybody. That's great. That's it's in his range. Red Dead Redemption. So people yeah. people, if you hear that, you know, duck and cover. Because if you're in his eyesight, you're going to get shot like, that's like immediately. The f- that's like the first genius that thought of naming their character Xbox off when right when the Xbox right. One came out and they had the connect, and so people would get their game shut go, off. Oh, oh, God damn it, Xbox it. off, and then the game would shut off. Oh, brilliant. Uh, what a great <laughs> troll. I thought Love I would it. see I'd be doing, like you said, doing all the lines very normally, yeah. roll mm-hmm. them into a false sense of security yeah. so that they think it's just the auto dialogue. Yeah. And then... Like call someone out by but first here's the name, thing, the like only... Blake. I'm coming for you. I'd be like, "Whoa, what's going on?" But here's on? the thing: <laughs> you only hear the voice of the people on your own team, so you're really just fucking right. with your oh, own okay, team. Which right. you, so you don't you really want to do boss. that. But it's just fun to kind of, you know, like you're yeah. you're, you're yeah. having a good time with everybody, and you're just. Yeah. However, I don't tend to play the voice with strangers just because. Why not? Uh, honestly, it's a lot of children. Yep. And it's just like, it's like teen sure kids. Annoying. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care about hearing these little kids going. Like, That's really what, what it is. What are we doing? Then I don't it, care it. about children. And so I don't, I don't want to play with them. But every once in a while, I'm in a team thing. And it's just like people going, go over here, go over here. And they're just playing the game. And right. that's great. Cause we're not trying to like be social. We're just, all right, I'll move over here. And I'll, do. and usually when I play with strangers, I tend to play healers because they don't get picked as often. Mm. And, no one, no one gets mad at me Classic if I mess tactic. up as a healer because you need them on the team. So you're, you're afraid that goes back to you. World of Warcraft EverQuest. If, if you're willing, if you're willing to play the white mage, you're not looking for team for long. People are like, "Yes, healer, yeah. come in." Right? Yeah. So it's <laughs> but that's like only if I'm on voice line or if I'm listening. If I'm not listening to anybody, I play whoever I want because they yeah. don't know who I am. And no, is it an shit. incentive for you for a game to be massively multiplayer? A disincentive or neither? Um, it's I kind of I like for this particular game. Like I like playing with. People, I like knowing that it's other people. Well, if it was just robots, which way. you can do, like to practice, that's, what I that's not. It's not great. That's not fun for me because I. It's all like I like knowing that there's people on the other well, end trying I to do it. Tried every characters, which is funny. You're talking about just immediately gravitating to some characters and starting the game and never playing others. I cannot do that. I don't it's know hard. if it's OCD or whatever. I played for 
20 minutes with every character that's before fi- I, I mean, play that's good the in the beginning <laughs> to kind of know who who you gravitate yeah. to. That's fine. I got a hot take. So if a game allows for a white mage situation, meaning somebody is allowed to pick a class that prevents them from being excluded. Support class. A support class. If a game allows a class like that, there's a problem with the game. Because, in my opinion, perfect co-op is every single member is equally essential. Right? So there shouldn't be... Uh, there shouldn't be a situation well, where there's the, a class you know, you that either... You can play a game with no healers. There's no like forced right. option to do so. But, but the it's fact advantageous that, to play a healer, so I'm gonna but use, you don't have to at all. I'm going to use Destiny as, as, a, as a counterpart. Of course you are. Of course I am. Uh, so Destiny doesn't have a healer class, and that's fine. But everybody who goes on a raid mm. has... What, what's the healer class? I can't. There's I support classes. Long, there's support classes where you can create healing fields for your allies, and yeah. I find people That's are true. very appreciative That's of fair. that. Yeah, like the warlock has the rift or whatever. And I never play as that because I in EverQuest I would never play as a white mage. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> uh, but you anyway. Uh, I want to get it too sidetracked. So the problem, like, so the best thing about doing a raid in Destiny mm-hmm. is literally every single person has to perform it correctly. If they don't, and they don't have to perform the healing part, they have to perform just the regular game mechanics part. And if they don't, you lose. And so there is no version of the game where somebody can coast. Cause, cause, and I don't say this, I mean, I understand I have a lizard Wizards brain that likes to hurt people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I understand I have a lizard brain, brain when it comes to games where I like, I, I like to kill people, like that's fun. Uh, but like co-op stuff to me should be like everyone should be essential. You know, and everyone should be able to like so should be would, able to fail the mission. You would like the recent changes they made to the most popular healer character because it used to be like if you just wanted a chill game, you were like, I just want to play for like a little bit, and I don't want to like do or think too hard. You right. play the, you'd play mercy because you literally just latch yourself onto somebody and keep healing them. Like you don't have to shoot, you don't have to do much strategy. It's I just hate that. attack and. People liked it because people liked that. However, they recently changed her and made her character a little bit harder to play, and you have to be more strategic. Yeah, and that makes people sense were livid. Of course, I was in the camp of like, damn, there goes my like laid back character when I just want to play for like a second and then go. Now I actually, but I still play her, and I have, but now it's my strategy, think- and I have to think about it. And now I end up playing a lot more of the other support characters as a result. So it's made me like expand. S- my gameplay. I would argue. So here's what I would argue, and and like this is a philosophical question, which is why I'm harping on it. So to me, a game like Overwatch is only really great and only can be great if it encourages you to continue to master all the layers of it, right? Yeah. So when there's a character like that, it means there's a certain percentage of people that are not being encouraged or or motivated by the game to master it, mm-hmm. and therefore there's just something like a little bit broken about it. Well, then they but they actively make sure that they they notice people's patterns they notice the gameplay and, that and they responded know, to and it and they respond and i like that it. i really do well, I they, think that's they're, great. they're always updating and tweaking yeah. people to be like okay like this character is a little bit too overpowered like we got to like adjust this that's every game it. now yeah and that's yeah. that's every multiplayer game does yeah. that now you can't well i question the philosophical underpinning uh, that's what i wanted you to do only because it was bait you like Destiny, which is an endless loop, or let's not even make it personal. 
<laughs> you have a dumb face and like Destiny with that Tetris. Tetris. What's I, funny, I don't like Destiny. Tetris yeah. is I know you don't. Uh, yeah. A repetitive experience. It's I know. one of the best selling games of all time. It wouldn't be if it came out now. Or I don't understand your uh, initial assumption that the game has to in- continually encourage you to want to get better at a t- rote task. Uh, although Tetris can do that, and that's if what you're it does. Addicted to it, but. Uh, Tetris would be great. On my mobile. point is, people now yeah. like there's like she was describing Mercy. Uh, people like idle games. People like mm-hmm. click games where mm-hmm. you just click over and over and see stuff happen. So let me in- inject real yeah. quick. Yeah, what's so wrong with I wanna, repetitive? I want to clarify this. So Masturbation. I don't mean, people like that. It's wonderful, but uh, there's no endpoint. You don't get better at. I mean, uh, within a limited. Well, sometimes you do, friend. <laughs> you don't you even achieve the new levels yet. They're great. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. <laughs> extra boner unlocked so uh what i mean is a game like overwatch that's that is only a pvp experience right that offers a wide array of characters but i bet there are people who are like i'm bastion i'm always bastion i've never played as anyone else and i see how good i can get that's how you get these people who win smash brothers tournaments where they're just like here's the thing i'm the greatest samus player like specifically i'm the best person (laughs) to play those people i'm the best person to play samus and only samus in the game the game tries to discourage that kind of thing mostly because if somebody gets your character first you can't get to that character yeah and there will be people who will try to like essentially shut down the game or particularly in competitive mode um till t- they get McCree. Till they get they whatever like. character yeah. they get and the game will punish you for doing that. That's a you great will idea. get you will get booted, you will get like suspended if you keep throwing stuff just to get your character. And I will say it felt to me uh as someone who always dabbles in these games when they become a cultural phenomenon like Team Fortress Classic or Counter-Strike or Overwatch. Uh or Overwatch. Yeah. But I wouldn't have played it if not for this. No, show. I wouldn't have either. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have played it if it hadn't been for it being discussed. Um, so but much. I did Wikipedia all the characters because aren't like, they great? Well, there's something. <laughs> it's the same thing as the X Men. It's the same thing as the Olympic Gods. It's yep. the same thing as the WWE. There's something intrinsically appealing about a super team of different things where sure. you get to learn about all their little powers and backstories. Yeah, but I just it's fun. It will always be fun. I would. I want to. I'm curious, like if after this. If you could watch the shorts and then come back sure. to it and see, I mean, I mean, you'll probably feel the same about the game, yeah. But at least, like, if that's that story you're craving, that emotional mm. connection, those shorts will give nice. you that one hundred percent. And I did also want to give it credit for. I feel like they did take the sting out of the thing. I can one of the things I complained about in my rant about all these games, which is, unless you were playing from square one and you put in a lot of time every night you quickly find yourself behind the average curve. And like Call of Duty, I really was just a punk kid playing Call of Duty all the time, so I kept up. But then once you're an adult with a real life, just this concept Yeah, it's of, hard to keep up with Call of Duty. Yeah. I'll play Call of Duty, and then I, I've, I've recently... Call, and there's Call of Duty is impossible to, to walk in and not be good at. Right, and yeah. there's these um, little micro-economies of concepts. So like in Counter-Strike, you'd log on and be like, oh, okay, I guess we all figured out how to jump with the rocket launcher... And now that's right. going to take me a minute to figure out. And in the meanwhile, it's just headshot, headshot, right. headshot. So punishing. And I and I end up losing interest. This game is puts a lot of attention towards the characters being so balanced that... Uh, and Adam, I think it's kind of a rebuttal of what you're saying, yeah. only insofar as you can jump in as a novice player and it doesn't feel like, I'm so out of my depth, I'm intimidated, I should never touch this again. I, right. dis- I disagree with that, but I wanted to it say It does one- it better than most. It does it, it better does. than Counter-Strike, Team Fortress. But it doesn't... So, 
so you get intimidated by Call of Duty because you walk in and everybody's so much better. I get that doesn't happen in this game. It's not the human component. Yeah, they make sure like if you're new, like they make sure you're in a game with new right. people. Player yeah. matching, but it's not even it's it's not even the human component. It's the concept of just I sit down, I turn on a game. Right. I don't want to devote 15 hours to getting past the first 1% of That's the game legit. by getting good at it. That's I want to experience the thing in a relatively efficient fashion. So, uh, I think that's totally reasonable. I, to me, as a person who's a zenial and fucking old, and I'm, I want games to be a little bit more, a little bit more limited, honestly. And like, difficult? Is that important to you? Sometimes it is. Okay. It depends. I mean, you could pick a game mode that you really like and but, just stick to that game mode. So... To me, I click on to Overwatch, and like the amount of choices t- are frustrating. And I know that that sounds like what? Why? Because like I, I want because it feels like the same problem that uh, bad offensive coordinators have in the NFL, right? Where they they don't have a system that makes sense. They have all systems, mm-hmm. so they don't really have anything. But would you say That's, that about like Mortal Kombat? You should have stuck to sixteen characters. Why'd you keep adding? Well, Mortal Kombat only really had like five or six archetypes like they really copied their archetypes a bunch to create new characters kind of you know like overwatch has like the five or four or five categories do you like being a tank do you like being someone who's defensive right so you could just go okay i know i generally like playing like this and then you have five characters or six characters to choose from in that category and you could just stay in that (laughs) zone and you'll be able to play. You could still, you'll always be appreciated. And it's not like you can't have more than one person of that type on your team. I will readily also, acknowledge isn't that. Isn't that, that the kind of thing that does what you said you wanted, which is the overwhelming number of characters, knowing that they each have a different play style, yes. is one of the things that, even though this is not type of my type of game, encourages me to play it anyway. hundred percent. Because I want to try all the different characters. I'm split on this. Oh, when there's a new character introduced, it becomes, it's a, Thing. It's they a big make, fucking thing, right? Like either some characters they introduced by doing like a whole ARG game that right. was Sombra, which was great as me being on the side of like, what's the new clue this mm. week? And here's the thing. There's so many other bigger fans of it that I didn't have to do anything. There's people who would make YouTube videos of like, this is what was going on this week with this <laughs> ARG. And right. I'm like, yeah, great. Yeah. Thank you for the yeah. 10 minutes of like explaining what's going on. I hope they figure out more because they're going into like code and all this stuff. Uh, then there's other characters that they just go. You've heard this character's name in the background for so long, and we give you bits and pieces, but now here he is. Now here's Osiris. Well, yeah. that's what yeah. happened with Doomfist. Like, and there no, was a I thing because it... they wanted Terry Crews to play Doomfist because he was a big fan of the game that's and all chill. this stuff. And in the end, they didn't go with it. Like, they invited him, but they didn't go with they him. They didn't go through with it. Because for a split second, I imagined Ted Cruz as Doomfist. Oh, yeah, nice I'm the Doomfist. But, yeah. but they did it because he wouldn't have fit. The character, because the character's backstory, like he's African, he has a thing. So you have to have like a dude who could pull off an actual African accent. Sure. And he has this whole thing. And I just love that they also, all the voice actors, like. They're pretty good. They're great. I'm like gonna, they I'm are. Gonna, yeah. I want to split this idea into two pieces, right? So, because I want to talk about it philosophically. And you got a your time. over and you got yeah. your watch. So there's a part. <laughs> 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 there's a part of me that. uh likes the idea that it's not so limited that it's only skill based right because that's a problem with call of duty with battlefield with destiny even where like you get into these matches with fools who are so fucking good that they that you don't want to play whereas in this it's like if the guy who's music based who changes the speed or health of everyone around him is in the game it's a fundamentally different feeling game than if he's not in it and that's cool so the second piece of it is what i would call like something that blizzard is fucking excellent at which is like coming up with 
complicated and intelligent Rochambeau systems, right? Like they're the best at that. And just being the kids sitting at recess drawing like, what's cool? Look at this cool ape with these glasses and the like. I would argue that's not the cool kid, but keep going. Okay, well, it was me, so it was the cool kid. But I do think they're so good at just like, this is the perfect game for them because without a lot of rooted context, just being like, What's well, cool? Draw something cool. They're so good. They, at they that. are good yeah, at that. Visually, visually, this game. I like that I could go in and like everyone looks so distinctly different. They and, do and, and friendly so and just it is a like, little approach- friendly and approachable. And it is a approachable. lot of the other games, like when we try, like when you guys I like tried to that get it's me, not trying to be like. Bro, everything's gonna fucking die. Even like, though they I have like a character that is that, and everyone picks on him, he's the like everyone's like, oh, that's the Edge Lord because he goes around. And he literally has a move that's like die, die, die. Like Reaper. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the Reaper character. Yeah. Had on his backstory, it's great. But like either way, he's still. <laughs> All right. He's I read still, it on Wikipedia. He's still, like, he's still a mess, and everyone jokes about him. And Blizzard's also joined in on the joke. Like there's certain yeah, emotes Blizzard and like it. little shruggy things that he does where you're like, oh, okay, you know. So, so I'm gonna so okay so I'm gonna finish this thought so so. Blizzard is really good at this, right? And my favorite Blizzard game of all time is StarCraft. That's my favorite one. Mine as well. Right? StarCraft yeah. 2 or just 1? I think 1 because I knew it better. Okay. But 2, but I, but two is great. Two I enjoyed it. 2 didn't fuck with the formula and yeah. just gave you more units and shit. Yeah. It did. So, <laughs> so one of the reasons why I prefer StarCraft to Overwatch, and it's not because of the oh, genre. StarCraft mm. is the best. Is because StarCraft is much easier to like learn how to master a race. It's way easier to do that and understand the way that it's a Rochambeau competition than Overwatch is. So like mm-hmm. Overwatch, you have to play a lot of this game to really understand roles. Like it takes like 5, 10, 20 hours to figure that out. StarCraft, you figure that shit out immediately. Like within like 5 hours you're like, "Okay, so this is what the Protoss are like. This is what the Zerg are like. This is how the Terrans work. And this is like the kind of build I want to do." Well, generally. that's a very I don't know if you can fairly compare them cuz that's such they're working on simply on like their spectrum is just two attributes, and it, doesn't uh, it take longer to like complete a like a game in StarCraft? I'm not comparing them in all respects, other than just the ability to create a Rochambeau. Exactly, system. but I'm saying in that Rochambeau system, StarCraft yeah. only fucks with two switches: power and speed. Protoss builds slow, strong power. Zerg, the opposite. Well, Terran in the middle. It depends, like because I don't think so because it depends on like how you want to build your spacecraft and how how do you want to do invisibility? Right, shit? it can you wanna, get like, infinitely complex yeah. if you want, and right. that's that makes it the same as Overwatch. Or I would just say, but well, it, Overwatch but it, is fundamentally a different game. It's more like the card game Flux, where right. the joy of it is not the specific way that there's only four or five types of builds that are the good kind that slowly yeah. become known. That's what you should do. Yeah. Um, it's every card or character that's thrown into the mix affects the underlying rules of the game you're playing. And, uh, I just think there's room for that type of game. It's of course a totally different feel. Nobody's saying there isn't. I'm right. saying I'm look, everybody who does a podcast does a <laughs> podcast. We think they think my taste matters. So you mm-hmm. should hear about it. In my case, I think that the the there's not enough of a fucking ladder that gets me all the way up the learning curve of this thing, you know. Like, and that may, maybe a, a bunch of younger people or whoever are just like, dude, I instantly knew I wanted to be that fucking cowboy, and that's it. And like, fine, but like, I I like being able to sort of immerse myself slowly into a system like this and understand its complexities. And Overwatch has a fucking huge learning curve. For I that. think it could super use, and this would actually be really fun scenarios or. Uh, like VR rooms mm-hmm. like Metal Gear Solid had where it's like 
when you click this, you're going to do a pre-planned scenario and you don't get to pick the character because right. their powers are uniquely suited to defeating this scenario. They do that. And I'll they sort of teach of you like with um they have uh, um like every like seasonal events. Sure, sure. And in those seasonal events, depending on which one it is, there are certain games that you yeah. will play that you only play two of the characters. But but again, like, like how invested in this game do I have to be to even know that fact? But I'm also saying it like, depends on when you start playing. Like right now, in the next two weeks, like the the Lunar New Year is coming up, and since because the characters are all diverse, they're all they're celebrating mm-hmm, it. So yeah. of course, unique skins, things like that. But sure. there will be a game that you will play. Right. I don't know what it is right now, where it'll be. It'll be certain, maybe like two or three of the characters. Well, it depends on the game. Sometimes you could use all of them. Sometimes you can't. But they will make a game particularly for that event. And it'll be a limited range of characters. That's super so you just cool. get it's, to know it. And you get a bunch of skins. You get the new skins. Classes, I want to make sure stuff. we talk about that before. Is that the only change, though, that the characters are limited? Or is the game... If the game is popular enough, they'll start including it in the arcade mode. But, but I mean, what is? how does the game differ from the normal gameplay? Um, they'll sometimes make a whole new event. Like for Halloween, they'll do Junkin Towns of Revenge. And it's more where now you're playing a thing where you're defending a wall. And it's like characters just coming in where you're like defeating robots to try yeah. to yeah. I personally I only play that game to get the boxes because I'm like oh I like being able to run around and move and right. the characters you're choosing aren't my favorite characters but I guess play. speaking to Adam's point of learning curve I feel like I want something that's a little different than that I want a playlist of dozens of things where it's like oh no the cloning machine broke and there's a million Winstons, right. and you have to be Bastion. Right. And the reason they put that in there is it shows you Bastion's good at killing Winston. Oh, they, so, they did have a like, game. Like I like uh, chess scenarios that game. would teach me what to do there's, in the game. There's a so everybody's heard of Madden Football, right? Madden Football is like an annualized football franchise, and what they do is every year they add a couple new football things, and and it's like why nobody wants it, right? But what they do is they they create these tutorial like drills that are basically like football drills. drills. I'd appreciate drills. Right. And you learn the new skills and then, you know, in theory, you could get really fucking good at football if you want to. You know, and that's missing in Overwatch. I totally agree with you on that. Even if there's a lunar mm. fucking celebration and you know all the characters and the skins, <laughs> I don't want to have to do that much work. Like it needs to be simpler. I mean you could just do the tutorial like part. The tutorial part you could sit there and like play and practice but that and doesn't like learn teach your aim. You, I did the tutorial part for many hours and played every character. That doesn't teach you at all what team-based scenarios exactly. each character is useful. It doesn't and not teach you how within. it rochambeaus. How yes. how will you learn how to be in a team if you're not if you don't just jump in and be on a team? I don't want to jump in people. and be on a team with real people until I'm good at the game because I'm worried about letting the team down. It should be That's noted. The paradox. It should be noted that Star is playing in a championship soccer match right after this podcast. Uh, so she has like, no because like, she's a, te- a she's team queen of the teams is the point because it's just like here's the thing I'm if you want to go with the soccer thing I'm the worst person on the team because yeah. I started playing in my 30s everybody else played when they were kids they right. were, they've been playing forever but we're still like it's also still like the B league team it's yeah. like people who are just like oh we're playing on the weekends we're not practicing or whatever they welcomed me with open arms because they're like sweet you want to play come join our team let's play which is great because i and i'm not good but little by little every week i'm like oh i learned a little thing or they and they're encouraging and it's fun and nice i was nervous it's socially awkward to be the person who does know know what they're doing and you have people just going go over here go over (laughs) here yeah so it's 
it's fine to just jump in, especially with video games. You could turn off all the voices and just go, I'm just going to figure this out. All that's happening. Right. So all that's happening is you guys are are both articulating the way you meet the problem of social interaction with games. You meet it by I'm just going to shut down their ability to say anything to me. I'm still going to do it because I want to. Yeah. I'm just going to, they're not going to be able to say anything shitty to me. You say, I want to hear them because that's why I'm doing this. So first I'm going to get very good so that they wouldn't say anything. And my whole life comports to that very closely. Like, And that's legit. I practice things in private until they're ready for public consumption. But here's the thing. People see your rank too. I don't want people to watch me. They see your rank and they go, oh, you're not going to be good. So they'll compensate on it on their end if they want to actually play the game i was raised and also you're not allowed in competitive if you're under 25 so you can't if you if you can't play the game they're not going to let you go in the place where people actually take it seriously (laughs) it's not the issue of people's perception of my ranking at all it's the actual real fact that i'm not good at the game yet so playing it with people who are all good right. is not is frustrating and not and I, rewarding my dopamine centers so yeah. like i guess that's right i would love a series of rooms like portal for overwatch where it was more like puzzles like okay i have this ability i have this set of three abilities and i have to get over this chasm and there's a thing there and a thing there what can i do with like my portal seems like the over? perfect game for you like yeah, so i love portal so like it i was raised the on the games. hard streets of halo and call of duty right i just said call of duty i know the most hours i know on. i'm not we're not arguing right now i'm just <laughs> setting a stage uh painting you can't a dictate that i can't whether we're arguing <laughs> i have say in that i don't like how you're doing this uh so like I was raised on those streets, so like now I don't want to uh, do it the way she's doing it, where it's like, oh, people will compensate and like, and like they understand how the levels go. Like, I want to like claw my way to the top. That's what I like about games. Like, mm-hmm. I like that, and and uh, I, like I that. often I know, and I often make decisions about what game I'm gonna play based on like in the first few hours. Do I get a sense that I'm gonna be able to do that? Oh, you know, like that's how okay. I like. So and Overwatch was one of those games where it was like, mm, I may not. It, I don't know if I want to put the 80 hours in that it's going to take for me to get good at this fucking cowboy. You know, my best friend is was exactly like that growing up. And Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. I would just want to play anything that didn't involve competition because all you would want to do is find a game that he is good at mm-hmm. and go, OK, yep. we're going to play NFL Blitz now. <laughs> do you see how oh, do you see how much I beat you by? Okay, we're gonna play again. Look, I yeah, beat see, you by even more. And I'm like, that sucks. That's not fun. That sucks. Yeah. And he's like, things are only fun if you can win or lose them. Right. And I'm like, I don't feel that way at all. See, I yeah. like I you're could, a Montessori kid. I could get but that. But so is he. It's just natural to him. I could get that feeling in that game at the at least at this point because. Every once in a while, like you said, you sometimes you get tired of playing the character you're good at. Yeah. And you're like, well, what if I fuck it? What if I tried this? Here's the thing. If I'm doing that, I don't go in the areas where people are being seriously competitive. Right. You wall them off so you don't no, have no, to deal with it. No, no. I just don't it. play. Yeah. There's, there's a competitive mode where after level 25, you could go in. And if you go in that right. mode, you know everyone in playing this, or at least I, conceptually, is taking the game seriously. They right. want to win the thing. They're being strategic. So yeah. you don't go in there if you're fucking around and trying to learn a new character. And I think what most... you do is you go to quick play where no right. one, there's no stakes. You're, you jump into a game, like they're short. They're like five minutes, mate, like 10 if like people actually get into it. Sure. But that's where you go to experiment and everyone, 
at this point understands that that's what's going on if you go into quick play mode that you're not in it for a serious thing that's literally no one should be all that's all point that's that's all pvp games well that's fortnite battle royale yeah destiny um, call of duty yeah. and then there's just the like crucible, yeah. and then yeah. there's just the arcade modes where you could go in and here's the thing if you wanted to do that you could make an arcade mode where you set it up where you're like trying to learn how to play this particular thing and you could change all I the did specs that of with all the, robots, the characters. But I'm, that's not, I want puzzles, pre-planned puzzles. You want to not have elements. to play with people. Well, no, I don't just want a danger room with di- to be able to play any different... No, I'm and I don't need this. I, here's the thing: I would I'm love a portal version in, of Overwatch. That's if, what I'm saying. If I'm there was to a portal version of Overwatch, I would be in oh, who heaven. Would, that would yeah. be right. Oh, I want great. an Overwatch game where. There's portal-like levels where you're like, oh, I'm Hanzo, so I can climb the walls. That's useful for this room. Do that you, would be fun. Do you like StarCrafting against people? Well, the, yeah, that's all you can really do. Oh, that's there you was the play campaign. Against bots? You blow through the campaign real fast. But, but no, I also, never played against bots because yeah. it did feel like the interesting part of StarCraft was to see how different people's brains work strategically on a macro level. Right. Because once you're... Once... If you're with someone who wasn't going to Zerg rush you or find a way to just fuck the game in three minutes, and it did get ruined for me because there became this competitive... What I don't like is no game is perfect. There's always exploits and things that are broken. Of course. And I don't like PvP because PvP always boils down to you have to do whatever the latest fatty exploit is because everyone else is doing it. Not, necessi- not, with, not necessarily with Overwatch. She loves Overwatch. I mean, that's why we brought her... <laughs> but that's why we wanted her on the, the show. Because whenever, whenever they introduce a new character, they introduce a mode. There's an arcade mode which is like, go in here. This, this is for you to go just play this new character without fucking up the rest of your stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and everyone goes in there, tests it out, figures out what they like, figures out the mechanics, and you just play. And it's chaos because no one's actually trying to play... Right. the game properly they're in learning the, yeah yeah so you have that for about a week and then it she's they're, they're not still not introduced into competitive because they're like this character's still too new none of you guys are good at this character yet we're not gonna throw that dynamic in there because no one knows how to defend against or play the character so you they they wean you into learning a new character before they let you play with that competitively so that you can't break the game that's fair and then they can play test it and stuff i here's my thing so i've listened to you and that makes sense what you're saying but i feel like the only difference like the only reason that we're talking about overwatch and you're and you're defending it with these things is that overwatch is the game that hooked you oh yeah because almost the rest of all the pvps that i have played I including battlefront play, i was gonna say Call that's of just Duty. that's just the beta testing phase they all do that yeah including yeah. battlefront including destiny like all these games have these things i used to play call of duty and i used to really like i forget which one it was the one that had like the first nuketown in it that one the first nuketown nuketown there was a level called nuketown and it was a small it was a small map Ooh. And it was super oh, fun. Oh, multiplayer! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing: Call of Duty. Map. I never I don't played know the multiplayer. I never played. Name. I never played the story mode in Call of Duty. Were you, oh, ever because it was too dark and weird. violent and dark. But the game, the multiplayer wasn't because that was cartoonish. Like it wasn't like a real. I could see that actually. That thing, like sense. you're on a boat and now you're fighting each other. So and you don't teams. like the killing part of Call of Duty? Oh no, not at all. <laughs> then <laughs> like, why did you play it? Because I was around people who were playing it all the time, and yeah. I'm like, well, if I want to stare at this screen, I start understanding what's going on. So I started playing it. So uh, and then I would try to like once the game started, it's like okay, it's November. There's the new over no no, no the new Call of Duty, 
so I get she it. And then Overwatch. she loves Overwatch. Like, like I never, like I never prestiged in Call of Duty because it got to the point yeah, where tough. everyone else got so good. And yeah. since I wasn't like, because I just want to jump in and play for like half an hour right. and then go do other things. You can't do that. You yeah. can't do that. You have to keep grinding yeah. and keep going. That's got to be so a it lost me because a I never got into the story and then the multiplayer just got too hard. Right. This is the first game where it's like oh like visually I'm always intrigued. The Everything looks super fun and nice. Zone. And and you don't find that there's and I don't feel like I could. I mean I don't know if it's a I haven't played with like super new people in a long time, but, have you found, but I still uh, feel like I would be having a good time if people weren't good at the game. But have you found any emerging group of people who are super serious about it that it's not fun to play with? Because I've just seen that happen with every ecosystem. And if they're able to avoid that, only, that's amazing. I've only seen that happen in the competitive mode. And that's, that's what because, I mean. And but that's the, the thing you don't you okay. don't ever have to touch competitive. Well, mode you know, but that's true of every time. game. You don't have to. So. But so I'm arguing I, I why wanna, I have because if you never have to touch competitive mode and the reason you don't touch it is because it's not fun, then why are we having it at all? Well, well, well why, because people are, are making money doing... off of it right now. There's Overwatch no, League. I know. It's, it's become because, like a yeah, thing. You that's have what's teams. Weird is, it's like I hate this disparity where someone who wants to play five different games and next month they're going to try some new games in the rotation, they can never compete against. This small percentage of people who right, only like one game and right. play it nine to five. Right. And so the company feels beholden to support this sector of addicted weirdos. And I'm like, don't. Just make the game. Oh, I, oh but they're I making I so much that. money. Oh, my God. So I want to jump into this. I know. And I, I want to jump into this conversation everything. Uh, in a, from a different vantage point because this is really important about we Overwatch. Do, yeah. We'll so, need to get to the last segment yes. soon. Okay. Fair enough. So... You're, you just brought up what I think is an excellent point, which is games like this are designed in such a way that they want to get like the 1% of the 1% of people that buy it who are going to spend the energy, time, and money on skins, on loot boxes, mm-hmm. and shit like that. Every game now has this. Destiny has it. Battlefront has it. Phone Every- games brought it into yeah, the exactly. culture. Yeah. So, uh, and, and quite frankly, the game has to have a good enough loot loop for people to want to s- still play it for years and years. Do you think this game has a good version of the loot loop? Yes. Why? Um, cause I've I've spent real money on this. <laughs> Keep well, going. I, Keep why? Like why you. have I done this? It's yeah. just a skin. It doesn't do anything to the game. But my God, I'm like, oh, but those colors look really good, and that's a really interesting. Are the skin. skins just color schemes? Um, they have different levels of it. They have like sip like skins that everyone can get that are usually just change of color. Right. Then they have epic skins where there's slightly fancier looking things but Different the base skin is essentially the same yeah. but then there's like the legendary skins where they change the whole model of the character yeah. to become like a monster or whatever's on the theme of the event that usually these come out that's chill and those and they cost a lot and here's the thing you can't just buy the one thing you have to get it in a loot box and the loot boxes are always mm-hmm. random i mean well you can buy them if you earn enough coins but that takes forever right so it's there in the game and so whenever that there's a big the event that's how and there's works, like usually yeah. i always limit it for me because i'm like i can't i can't spend this much money I, there's a character that i particularly play all the time i try to get all of hers who, and then are other, you not gonna say oh Who symmetra play i play as? i mean a symmetra mostly symmetra yeah. yeah she's she's uh she's indian yeah, yeah. Um, she's uh, canically, they possibly uh, autistic, 
which is oh. also interesting. Yeah. Because um, she's obsessed with order and numbers, and she's not good at like reading people's emotions. There's comics too for this, by the way. Like, there's a whole, there's a whole thing. I, I want to jump in because I don't want to get too, I don't want to get too sidetracked on yeah. what are Wikipedia. So <laughs> that, so so skins alone are enough of a reason for you to still be playing this game and to spend real money. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Having you spend money on silver and they, Destiny. Oh fuck yeah, I have. Okay, but so you know what it's for? Are, what to it's get for, the exotics or it, what? I mean, yeah, to skin up my guns. Help you help your game. I, I get, but I get different. Yeah, but also they give you. See, and this is one of the controversies. They give you new armor and stuff that has different stats, and they also give you, uh, like the like your fucking sparrow. Like they give you special sparrows that have like unique stats and stuff. Are they major bonuses? No, but they actually affect the gameplay. That's part See, of it. See, that would bother me if the skins affected I know. the gameplay. That's the real rub, because right? Because I'm getting the skin because for a visual aesthetic. Like yes. I like visually but, how this looks. And if they gave they made a skin that was hideous, but it gave you all these extra things, I'd be upset because I'm like I wouldn't I wouldn't want to well, wear that. That would be because it's a poorly designed piece of content or what? Yeah, I agree. But where do you I fall on this? That I wish the society didn't work this way, and this yeah. is a whole different podcast. Yeah. But are we going to sit back and not admit that money runs everything, and rich people get better things? Then people are like, "Oh, it ruins the purity of the fair system that someone with wealth and privilege can buy I, their character stats." It's like you have an dude, Xbox, dude. People <laughs> like, with what? wealth and privilege are fucking you in real life. Like, yeah. who cares about the video game? And also, <laughs> I would say, I mean, I I think there's something to that argument just a little bit but i would also say like and i don't i'm not defending this video games have not gone up in price for decades like have not substantively mm. increased in price for decades it's but not they that have this is that this, this is, is how they're doing it yeah. exactly. they have <laughs> but also it's not that crazy that they're doing it this way like you can still have your 40 hour experience well it's going back to the arcade thing of right. pay pay some tax for every few hours you play right. it used to be quarters yes yeah. that's right exactly well but that's I, way 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 i will ago. say they're really trying very hard to get everybody into this overwatch league thing mm-hmm. and i don't know if this difference be- between like the pc players and the console players as a console player i cannot i'm not into it because i as a console player i can't participate yeah and oh, it's the PC people. Are it's better. all it's only for the PC yeah, people. They're always and better. They're, and they're yeah. And then yeah. fair enough, because the controls are better. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I can't like but they're trying very hard for me to also be interested. They're including into the game where you could watch the live competitive matches. Yeah, they have all the new skins for all the local teams. I did buy I, I love, skins They offered like- one. They offered one for free. And here's the thing. You <laughs> cannot earn the the league games through the playing the regular game you have like to actually, porn for you you actually have to buy them or i think watch the league games to earn it yeah. and i'm just i'm like i kind of know they're not the team skins in particular are not worth it for me but it, give me your precious give skins. Me skins i would say <laughs> it's just to me, it's just not worth my i'm not interested and i don't have the time to sit and watch pro people play this game because i'm interested in playing it myself it's and then not, you want to transition not, it's not fun watching people who are really good and i'm like i don't know how you did that we can and obviously not, go two eh. hours i'm so sorry to interrupt everyone oh, you right. have to leave in six minutes right oh, shit yes i do okay so we're gonna pass our last checkpoint I don't care if you could talk more about Overwatch. Adam <laughs> has Overwatch. more to say about, about Overwatch. It's about the loot wa- books. But, go ahead. but I okay. do think like we're great conversationalists. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I could yeah. go someone yeah, has yeah. to get cut off. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Um, so we're moving into our final so, section. So angry. Where you just give, well, you can include it as your wrap up thought. Oh, you think I won't? Um, keep or delete. 
Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Uh, would you, you know, enshrine this game in the canon of all games yeah, on the uh, hard drive? And we usually try to compare within the genre, right? So, is this the best representative of this genre? Would you show it to aliens? Them, yeah. Would you show it to the angels? Whatever. Right. Uh, does it does it represent the medium of gaming well? I think so. Yeah. You keep Stars it. Jumping I would in with super keep. keep it. Well, obviously. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I delete it. I don't think that it. I don't think it's the best of PvP or collaborative PvP, and I also don't think it's the best of loot boxes. I think we've seen that done better elsewhere, too. Uh, I think it's a great game, but I, I delete it. I'd also delete it. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay. I'd keep Team Fortress Classic, it's too. It's not instead. for everybody, and that's yeah. all right. I just think that I think there's different versions of what makes this game pleasurable in other games that are better, to me. Like, that's just, you know, it. That's how I feel. Which one? Uh, I think that for the f- like pure competition of it, I would say fucking Halo 2 was better. Uh, Halo 2 was fine. Halo 2 was Halo excellent. 2 land uh, party style was, was so fun. great. But everybody, uh, but here's, everybody Halo, Halo current looked, is better ha- than Halo this looked, everybody looked the same. I know, you like the diversity to look, and I get that. <laughs> and, also, and, and that's fine. Like, uh, 
but I would only had four skins, man. And I would say, like, I would say that's a problem that we're solving with Destiny, which is also better. And in this podcast, Destiny, everyone eh. looks like robots. I was gonna say the skins are still much better sure. in Overwatch. They're not than gorillas even with spectacles. No, Fair no, enough. no. But I'm saying the amount you your look changes is very mild compared to Overwatch True. skins, which are much more works of art. 100. Uh, percent And really I do are. feel like you get it. They're unlockable works of art. It's almost like collecting trading cards by artists you like. Or and whatever. I can see why that would really appeal to you specifically. Yeah. Like, and, and that's awesome. It really is. And I don't want to say over... I think Overwatch is one of the best looking games I've ever seen. It's that's gorgeous. True. Gorgeous yeah. game. So I don't pretty. like this kind of art style. It's not my thing. It's, but I think it looks good. It's playing a Pixar movie. Sh- I was going to say the short looked as good as a Pixar it opening did. short. Yeah. It, the short they is incredible. really put yeah. a lot of money into those. But I don't care. I'm only about innovation <laughs> and story. And uh, yeah. so I'm like, I really Fortress want you Classic to watch the rest first. of the, sor- yeah. the shorts. I, I think, I, think like yeah. I would way rather play uh, Starcraft for exactly the same Rochambeau effect, like a much better version. Ah, oh, we don't have time for this, but mm, I want to yeah. discuss like what's our favorite game that underlying is just rock, paper, scissors, also called Rochambeau, because there's a lot of Starcraft. games that are that. There's I only played Starcraft in like middle school for like a little bit, I feel like and then I wasn't allowed into the land parties because they weren't letting girls play you, with them. So that's why. Are I you have. serious? Yeah, I'm kind of not. Oh, that sucks. Man. It's, it, like I like Starcraft as a concept, but I have like a little that, more oh. about it because boys are dumb. I but like, wish, that's I, I wish I could play Starcraft with you, that you so you would like it. As we much should. As I do. Yeah, that would be fun. I really like. We'll that stream game. some Starcraft with. You. Is that'd it on console? I don't have. I'm sure there's a way. I have a Mac, so it's harder for me to play a lot of games. Okay. Yeah, oh, there you go. Uh, Star and I are also supposed to, on the One Upsmanship Twitch channel, she's going to dial in to uh, me playing Resident Evil 7, and she's going to make all the choices. Oh, great. Yeah, because I can't yeah. play horror games. I will play I'll be like watching so, that. That'll yeah. be fun. I think it's, we're going to do that next week, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, look for that. Yeah. Uh, Twitch.tv, yeah. I think, slash yeah. One Upsmanship. And I, next week, for the purposes of when this comes out, I don't know, but it's going to be the first week of February. Oh yeah, this yeah. is probably moot by the yeah. time this comes out. Yeah, yeah. But right. I hope so you watched it. We have it. done that. Yeah, hope you liked it. <laughs> Star, where can people find you online? Um, you could find me on Twitter at StarlineX, and probably just look up stuff from there. Instagram is Starline. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a webcomic called RubyWhipple.com. It's Ruby very with good. an I. It's yeah. very good. And I also have a podcast with my coworkers called We Stay Late, and we just shoot the shit and talk about digital media and answer questions from people right. who answer ask us weird questions. Star and I got in an hour-long debate about Ruby Whipple that was actually meaningful. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah we got pretty, it at, yeah, at Disneyland. Yeah. It's a good comic. I really like it. You took the witches should be burned for heresy stance, right? Of course. That's where you start. You work your way out of it. (laughs) Read the Bob comic. It's good. Ruby Whipple. And thank you again, Star, for being here. Yeah, of course. I'm sorry I had to rush it. We'll have you back for the Portal episode. Yes. Oh, that's good. This is great because I get to replay it, and it's going to be really fun. Playing Portal 2 is now very difficult, by the way. Really? Really? It's not backwards compatible. I see. Oh. No. What I loved about Portal 2 is the two-player thing was a whole different yes. story than to, yes. the one-player. I never got to play the two-player thing. The two-player? Because I didn't have someone to play it with who oh, gave a shit about the oh. game. The Portal 2 two-player campaign is a completely new story. Oh, I Every know the story. New. I looked it up because I'm like, I need but to know. But like the idea that now it's a whole second game where the puzzles require working together. It's yeah. fucking such a brilliant series. I like, I, I, I really do at some point want to revisit the concept of the gamer who is invited to investigate because you're the most that that I know and I think that gaming companies are going that way. Expecting okay. you to like, 
the game is one thing. The lore and sort of the world that it's surrounds it is a thing you got to go out and find. That's got to be really there. hard though, because I'm not interested in the lore. I'm not gonna. I'm but probably you are. not gonna play. That's the all game you did with much. Overwatch. Oh yeah, that's all lore. I did. Yeah, of course, they happen to be get more. me in a certain way. Like they, there was like my particular ARGs, thing. viral websites. This is going to be increasingly common. Yeah, and we should talk about that sometime. Sure. Yeah. Cool. But not now because it's twelve thirty. Bye. Bye. Work complete. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as that '70s show and that '90s show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, "Watch how far." I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances. Whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities, or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death, we all want to know, what happened next? To find out, listen to Womanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.